Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Hall, psychology student, wife, and mama four. On this podcast, I share helpful life tips and stories from inspirational women. Warning, sometimes we chat about taboo topics and drop some F-bombs. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Enjoy the episode. Hey everyone, today I'm here with Natalie. Natalie comes from an array of leadership experience as a certified holistic health coach and a psychotherapist that teaches women how to lose weight, feel happy and successful without sacrificing the joys of life. She was born in Lebanon, raised in Turkey, studied in Switzerland, enjoyed life and a career in Italy before landing in New York City. Holy moly. Her diverse lifestyle makes it easy to connect with different cultures. Today, Natalie helps clients from all around the world to be happy, healthy, and successful through her coaching programs, motivational speaking, and publications. That's a lot of world travel, right? Not world travel, but living in so many various places. And they are places that have different cultures. Exactly. (laughs) That's for sure. I mean, I can imagine you learned a lot from that. And it also helps you have more of an open mind about the world because like, you know, it'd be different if you're like, I lived in the UK and now I live in, um, you know, New York city. Cause I'm like, eh, they're, they're not the same, but they're. Yeah. They're well, not that, that far. No, that yeah. my, my adventure, I mean, like every country where I live, it was a different kind of eating habit and, you know, a different way of living life, enjoying food even like part of, vis-a-vis food-wise or like lifestyle-wise too. And I came to New York, it was the big shock. Actually, when I moved to New York, it's where I like gained so much weight because like <laughs> we could order everything. I mean, yeah. like in Europe, better, especially during COVID, they got really bad. But before they were not, we, we didn't have delivery service. So you had to go and get your food. And of course, when you go out, by the time you go, you're like, okay, maybe I don't need to, you know, like you're lazy yeah. here. You take the phone now, actually, you don't even need to like on the computer. So in less than a year after I moved to New York, I gained 40 pounds, more than 40 pounds. And I was like, oh my God, this is not me. And believe me, I used to live in Milan and eat pasta and I wasn't (laughs) gaining weight. So how can you explain that when I moved here? I did. It's like so weird, but it's the lifestyle. Obviously it's really, really the lifestyle. Yeah. And I noticed this because here, for example, in Europe, I used to be, working at a bank in Switzerland, we will have our lunch break an hour and a half. We will go to a restaurant and enjoy our food. When I came here and I started to work, once I took an hour, my sister was visiting. My boss told me, I was in fashion then. He said like, what, you're, you're working half day? Because like everybody was like, you know, like in front of their computer, like you don't know if you eat or you don't eat. So you, you just like eat or like people walking down the street and eating like this is not eating. This is not enjoying life. And I am the bon girl after all, like someone who enjoys everything of life. And this life wasn't okay for me. <laughs> yeah, that uh, definitely a culture shock. Um, and I, I understand. I'm like, man, that would be enjoyable to take an hour and a half lunch break. You wouldn't <laughs> feel like you have to like scarf down your food really fast. Exactly. And, you know, I grew until the age of 10, 10 I was in Turkey. And my father, every day for lunch, he will come home, he will eat and he will take half an hour nap. It's like really the Mediterranean style. So we, we, we grew up with like, you know, like taking the pleasure and then he will go and work. If he had to work late, he will work late, but we had 
our life around. Our life wasn't only working. So in every country where I went, you know, like there was a different difference and I learned how to eat differently and how to react. Also, another thing that we used to do a lot in, in Italy or in Turkey, it's sharing the food. So, you know, here it's like you don't share. You you order a bigger size because bigger is better. <laughs> yeah, my spouse, uh, his job has taken him all over the world. And he said the what he loved the most was when they would go to a foreign country. They don't speak the language. They would just point at different things in the menu and they'd all share. So <laughs> they could all try it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, sharing is caring. So... All this to say, I came to New York. I was like so excited, this amazing city, exciting city. I gained weight and I started hating myself and not and hating everyone else because I will look at them. They're like, they're eating more than I do, but I'm, I'm bigger than them. So I stopped my life. I like, you know, I sat at home depressed, hating myself, thinking that I look like a monster. And I was like, this is not possible. And I said, I have to lose weight. And I did like every woman do the mistake. I tried every single diet out there. Yeah. I mean, listen, before coming, I tried this kind of stuff too, but this was like extreme. It was my, my second profession. I was a serial dieter, if you can call it. Yes. I did like, I inject myself with pregnancy hormones, with ACG hormones. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, some people lost weight with it. I was like, okay, maybe me, you know? So like literally every day I was stabbing myself with the needle to be able to lose weight. And then what ha happened? Like I gained more weight afterwards. I, I lost a little, I gained. I tried, you named the diet, I did it. Until one day I said, Nat, you have to stop. This is crazy. And I said, you're a psychotherapist. Why don't you use it for yourself? And why don't you concentrate on your mind instead of what you have on your plate, basically? And, and I said, to be able to change my mindset I have to really love myself because let's be honest I couldn't fit in any, any of my clothes I will look the mirror in the mirror and I will say this is not a good person you know this is an ugly person this is a monster and one day actually what like made the trigger there was this tv show uh, where they were helping how to love yourself naked where like they will take like women from different sizes and then help them to love their body. So they will dress them up. They will, you know, put them some makeup. And then like the last scene was, they will put them in, a, in times, uh, in time, they will take like nude pictures of those women, put those pictures in big, you know, um, uh, things, uh, signs. Uh, exactly, thank you, <laughs> billboards <laughs> in Times Square. And they will ask people passing by, like, what do they think about this woman? And all the comments were positive. So that will reinforce her positive, you know, image of herself. I said, okay, let's not get that far. But <laughs> I have a mirror at home, the mirror that is like my worst enemy. Let me start making out with it, you know, being in good terms. So I will like strip naked, look at myself in the mirror and force myself to love one part of my body every day. And believe me, it's not easy because <laughs> at the beginning, when I look at myself, I was like, no, uh, this is not me, you know, but like slowly, it can be your shoulder. It can be your nose, anything. Once that I will love that part, I will do this another part of my body. And slowly when I created the self-love of myself, 
I was starting to ooze confidence because like when I would look at myself, I wouldn't feel ugly or fat or this or that. People would be like, did you lose weight? I'm like, no. As a friend of mine said, like you, you were gaining such a confidence and no one would even dare telling you like maybe you're on the heavy side. It's like, it was like, it's really shifted everything in my life. And I think it's very important to have the self-love that not only for our upper bodies, we, we rarely have. I'm sure you agree with me on that. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. I have uh, parts of my body that I know, mm, but I love my eyes. I love my smile. Uh, I think I have a great personality. <laughs> you so, have. Yeah. I, so I try to find, like you said, those parts of me that I'm like, oh, I, I love these parts yeah. because it, you know, it helps you love yourself as a whole. Of course. But, you know, of course, like, believe me, even top models, they have some parts that they don't love about their, their body. It's okay. It's okay that you have some imperfections. It's what makes you at the end of the day. And I remember like, I will meet these girls and they will be like, I was like, oh my God, I will die for your life. They were like, I will die for your breast. You know, like I will die for your hair. So we always, always want something that we don't have. Why yeah. don't we just change that? You know, switch that, that switch, you know, from negative to positive and say, actually I'm good. <laughs> I get people I mean, in the summertime asking me like, oh, do you dye your hair? I'm like, no, this is my natural color. And they're like, oh my gosh, I pay so much money to even try to have that hair color. I'm like, All right. <laughs> okay. You see, it's like, and then enhance like a trick that always like works. It's like enhance the, the, the part of your body that you like, that you feel confident. Don't show up. I mean, like if you like have complexes for your legs, let's say, don't wear a mini skirt. Wear pants or like wear like a mid calf, you know, like a kind of style that suits you, but show up your bust, show up your face, show up your arms, the rest of your body. And I remember, you know, I was like always, this is not about weight, but I always had issues with my feet. So I decided to buy the best, the most amazing shoes just to show that I have <laughs> good feet. It works. It yeah. really works. You said that is to, um, find these, these parts that you can like show off and then it's okay to like cover up the ones that you're like, not so Don't cover up. The thing is, it's like, you know, I will like go out with a friend and I will think that I have like a belly. So I will always like try to put a sweater or a jacket on. She's like, you're attracting all the the eyes to your stomach because you're like concentrating on it. Don't forget about it. So, you know, like, don't like try to hide that much, just ignore it. <laughs> or like I had this friend, she had the big nose at school. She will walk around with her, all her hair on her face. So people don't see her nose, but what she didn't get that people wouldn't see her face <laughs> as well. Like she had beautiful eyes, like she was losing the whole thing. And people would be like, who's this weird girl who's like always hiding behind her hair? So it's like sometimes trying to hide makes it more apparent too. So when was your pivot point? <coughs> what happened um, to help you uh, pivot? Like when was that day that you're like, oh, I think I did this. Well, I think it was really the day that when I got dressed, I didn't feel depressed. <laughs> and then when I went out, 
and and I was okay. And then actually, actually, the the, the other like I had few key moments. I met this guy, and, and you know, like I thought that anybody who will see me think that I was like overweight. It was in my mind. So I started telling him, like, before the guy asked me anything, I started telling him, you know, I used to be skinnier. And then, like, I came to the U.S. And I, he was like, oh, I didn't notice. And then suddenly I could see, you know, the glass shattering and see him seeing me on another with, with the different eyes. Or, oh, maybe she has a little weight on because that guy had never seen it before. I explained everything. And I said, you know what? You have to stop sabotaging yourself. And like the, the, the confidence as you give is good enough. And if he cannot see it, why you keep judging and criticizing your own person? <laughs> yeah. And do you really want to be with that guy if, you know, he's yeah. judging you? <laughs> of course not. I mean, like I can judge him, you know, <laughs> also it's like, you know, we don't care. It's and then actually the, the real relationships or like between women and men, it's like, you don't care it's like it's what i try to tell them you're not gonna like even if you're intimate you're not gonna start like counting you know how many abs they have or like you're not gonna put them on the on the on the scale before <laughs> you just like the energy and the person the, the you know the personality of the person yeah so that I, changes i don't mind looking at guys with a lot of abs um, but I prefer my men on the fluffy side because I like to cuddle. <laughs> and, you know, like I've dated guys before I got married, you know, that were like all self-conscious about like having like being a little heavier. And I'm like, no, I actually like that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, why not? It's like it's it's I I honestly don't have a body type. It's just like. For me, it's like the hush that I call, you know, this energy and I have to be attracted right away. It's, 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 it's an instinct thing and it works. And then like, they can be short, tall, like a little chubby, not chubby. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I, I do like personalities. I just tend yeah. to date the ones on the fluffier side. <laughs> <laughs> the my good mom, pillows. <laughs> yeah. My mom used to call me a chubby chaser when I was a kid, which is. That's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I'm like, well, I guess I have a type. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. I mean, but like, I mean, I don't look at them and like, oh, that's the dude. I always, it's always like, you know, they have like this wonderful personality that draws me in and they just so happen to be a little fluffier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cute. I like that. Well, if it makes you happy, it's, it's your life. It's your choice. And good for them so they can eat more <laughs> well i mean there's always you're there's always going to be somebody out there who loves you for who you are and i think we get really self-conscious of like i have to look a certain way so i can attract people and I, I just there's somebody out there that's going to love you for you i mean exactly and we're always trying to fit you know those cookie cutters and then like be like everything like Everybody is like, let's take Jennifer Lopez, who has an amazing, outstanding body. But it's her job to have that body. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's literally her job to have that. It's how she makes money. And like respect to her because like she has a healthy life. She's working great. But don't don't compare. Don't try to be her like you, you don't have her life. You're not her. And maybe even the diet that she's doing, if you do it, it's not going to work for you because there is something called bioindividuality, which means that we are all different. We mm. all have different genes, different lifestyles. So whatever your 
best diet could be my poison. So stop listening all those, you know, in all those magazines, those diets, those incredible diets that everybody lost weight. It doesn't mean that it's going to help you. It might, but it might not. And also don't start, let's say a vegan diet. If you like meat, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like, don't do that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you got to think about what's sustainable because exactly. I used to be a fitness coach back in the day. And, uh, the things I taught my clients and things I were doing, I was doing were not sustainable. And you know what? As soon as I stopped doing them, I gained the weight back. Exactly. Sustainable. So instead, I mean, what I I propose to my client, it's to keep a food mood and more journal. So basically write everything that you eat, even the, you know, that the little piece of cheese while cooking during the day, but don't just write the food, write, where did you eat it? Why did you eat it? How did you feel before? How did you feel after? Because like, it's very important to find your happy, I'm not saying healthy, happy and unhappy food. There are some, for example, almonds are very good for you. Almonds are unhappy food for me. I eat almonds, I'm bloated. I, I have an intolerance. So what I mean is like, if I read like these healthy diets, I'm going to see like add almond here, add almond there. It's, I'm going to be like a balloon. Maybe I'll be healthy, but a balloon healthy. You know? So you have to, and some people, they, for them, it's going to be the, the animal products are going to make them happy. For some other people, it's going to be vegetarian options or like, you know, like different. Some people even, they can eat their ice cream. Just don't eat like the whole pin, like have a little bit, you know? So you have to see what makes you happy and, and why you're eating all these foods. So understanding that will help you to become your own nutritionist and you don't need to go to find a nutritionist. And believe me, once that you encounter all that, you, you understand all that, it will be always, it, it will be easy to lose weight if you really need to. But really, if you need to, don't don't do it because someone told you and don't care about your size. I mean, you can be size zero or size 20. You can be still healthy. Yeah. Just like, you know, like that's something that people don't get. I'm all about body positivity. But if you're too skinny, it's not healthy, too. If you're maybe too heavy and you have health problems that comes with it, it's not healthy as well. So be healthy and don't care about your sizes. Yeah. I think of Lizzo. I don't know if you know who Lizzo is. That woman can dance. She can do some wild stuff that like, I know she's so fit and people like pick on her because of her weight, but she's fit. So she's healthy. I mean, like, I I believe she's healthy. I don't know. I haven't seen her chart, but I think she's healthy, but she, she has. So what if she has weight up, but people are like so easy to judge. Yeah. I, but I watch her. I've watched some of her videos and I'm like, Whoa, (laughs) she's amazing. She's really, really, really amazing. But there are like a lot of people like this. Now I think more and more, we have a lot of uh, people who are showing us about body positive, but I I just want to clarify that don't use the body positive movement to ruin your health as well, because these people who show they're healthy. It's just that they're not size two or size zero. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, I mean, you could be healthy at pretty much any size, Exactly. right? You can also be unhealthy at pretty much any size. Exactly. You Thank know, you. I, 
it has so much to do with genetics. It has, you know, so much to do with your environment. I, I mean, it, with it, age? age, I mean, yeah. <laughs> seriously. And then like, honestly, I see some, some women who are very thin and I think they should gain some weight for their face because like their face doesn't look happy. You know, I don't want to look like a starving girl. <laughs> I want to look happy, you know, because like sometimes I see these girls, I want to like go and feed them. Say, honey, eat something. Be happy. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you one food that makes me unhappy is raw onions. I love the taste of them, but I, my stomach is messed up for the rest of the day. I can have cooked ones and I'm okay, but raw ones really mess me up. Even though That's incredible. Great, me too. Them. Me yeah. too. I mean, raw, I, I don't eat. And I tell to the restaurant, like, don't put any raw. It's like, it's really disturbing. Yeah. But, but it's some like, people you know, can eat it. Yeah, like, I know. Some people like, and I see them like enjoying it, you know, like they put some salt and some vinegar, like I'm like, wow. Looking at them, I have stomach pain. <laughs> I mean, my spouse does it and I'm just like, mm, I can't, I, I love it. Okay. So I love the taste of raw onions. I do. I just can't eat them because no, I don't like my taste stomach either. messed up. You know, yeah. like <laughs> I think I conditioned myself, you know. So when we go out to a restaurant and if the dish has it, I'll always ask them to put it on the side. So people who wants to eat it because I always share the food. Yeah. So they can have on their on their part. That's it. And I if it smells onions, like we're honest, I send it back. I'm like, I'm sorry, I cannot. I tell them I'm allergic. <laughs> so I know that they're not going to put it. But sometimes you have to, because if you just tell them you don't want it, they don't yeah. really listen. But if you're like, I'm allergic, it actually makes them listen better. Exactly. You know, you, my, my daughter found out she is lactose intolerant. Basically, she doesn't have the enzyme to process lactose. And she's had to learn to tell people like, I literally cannot, I'm allergic to it. Because no. a lot of people don't understand what lactose intolerant is. They think that she can have a little bit. And she's like, I literally cannot have any. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You have to be very clear. I mean, talking about that, people know, have no idea about labels. You know, they heard gluten-free. Everybody runs and buys gluten-free, but they, they don't even look at the ingredients. Sometimes to make something gluten-free, they add so many, so much more crap into it. That, you know, like, don't, don't buy something because it says gluten-free. Read the ingredients. I always say the rule is you sh it shouldn't contain any ingredient that you cannot pronounce or more than five ingredients when you buy something. I mean, like, if you buy whole food, it's obviously better. But if you want to buy, you know, like a ready meal, just check the ingredients. Because, like, this is ridiculous to eat something that you don't know what's in it. It's like, you know, fear factor. They, they close your eyes. They give you snakes. You don't know what you're eating. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, gluten-free, cigarettes are gluten-free. Are you going to smoke them because it says gluten-free on it? Right. It's, like, it's basically it's that. I'm finding it pretty ironic right now that people I know that are like, I'm not going to get the COVID vaccine because I don't trust what's in it. And I'm like, you, you drink monster. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You eat fast Seriously. food. Like, <laughs> I mean, just make this make sense in my head here. Cause like, you know, yeah, like, it's like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I, it's like some people, they're like, that's the problem. You know, like you give them, a good food, they became detectives, but you be, give them junk food. They're like, oh, it's fine. I'm like, why? Yeah. You know what I mean? You talk to about the healthy, I don't know, let's say quinoa or kale or chia seeds. 
they're like, oh, let me see what is it. You know, like they check, they check, they check. You bring yeah. them a McDonald's, they're like, oh, that's yummy. I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, speaking of ingredients, uh, I don't know if people realize, but like the, you know, the hype things, organic, gluten-free, vegan, uh, junk food comes in those things too. You can get organic junk food. It just happens to have organic ingredients. That doesn't mean they're healthy for you. <laughs> yeah. And also don't think that because you eat organic, organic, you're going to lose weight. Organic food doesn't make you lose weight. Organic food is food that has less contact with all those pesticides. And then like, like for animals, for example, they grew up in a happy way. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't been injected with hormones. So, you know what I mean? It's like, but it's not because you, you're going to, you eat organic food that you're going to be skinny the following day. Don't expect that. I mean, like the following day or never. You can be fat and eat organic food or like skinny and eat regular food, yeah. <laughs> eat junk food and be very skinny too. Oh, I have, I had this friend growing up and he could eat whatever he still can. I mean, I haven't seen him in years, but you I hated him, I, right? <laughs> he could eat whatever he wanted. And I mean it like the guy could put away food. He eat junk food. He'd eat, uh, it's. And I was just like this little teenage girl that like, I looked at a Big Mac <laughs> and I gained my pounds. And I was so jealous of him when we were growing up because I was like, I just, we both, and the thing is, is we both were kids and we were running around and we were doing the same things. But like you said, bodies don't work the same way. Exactly. And then boys, I mean, like if you go, I'm sure if you go on the exact same diet with your husband. Oh, I did he, do this one time. Like, <laughs> he'll lose much faster than you. And then like, you'll have like a glass of water. You'll gain like three pounds of water. I'm like, no, it will go. So don't compare yourself. Seriously, don't compare yourself because you'll make yourself sick and you'll make yourself unhappy basically. <laughs> yeah. So what about that? How did you find that happiness? Because I wrote down weight loss does not bring happiness. Yes, it Where does that come from. <laughs> so I think the self-love really helped me a lot. And, and then once that I got the self-love, it's funny because I have to like tell the whole story. And then yeah. I, I lost the weight. I lost the weight, you know, using all my little tactics and I lost a good amount of weight. And then people told me that I was too skinny. And then life came back and, and then I wrote a book and when the book finished and, you know, like I was like having my publicist and they were like, actually, this is not a diet book. This is a self-love book. I'm like, wait a second. Is this a self-love book? It was more uh, all to enjoying life and loving and being happy then on telling you, okay, today is Monday. You have to eat only three carrots <laughs> for breakfast, you know, and then hate everyone by a lunch. <laughs> and, you know, like it was really like, it's a book like fill up with tips. So it was really, I think the first step to my happiness journey. And I noticed years past, I wrote this book a couple of years ago, I gained most of the weight, not most, but I gained some of the weight, but now I'm in so much in love with myself. When I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, damn, I look good. <laughs> and actually people are telling me, you look amazing. My clothes don't fit anymore again, but I'm happy. And I think like being happy, being in love with myself and in acceptance with myself helps me being, you know, like I don't care about the weight. 
Yeah, yeah. and I don't care about the weight. So losing weight is not going to make you happy. Being healthy is going to make you, being happy is going to make you happy. I don't know if it's like, it's, it's a little difference, but it's a big, big difference. So tell us the name of your book. Cause I laughed real hard <laughs> when you told me. So my book name is, if you are what you eat, should I eat a skinny girl? <laughs> and it's like really tips to lose weight without losing your joy of life. And I know that most of the books that I booked, they're like, stay home, eat at home, cook at home more. I mean, COVID showed us that, no, we, we stayed home, we all gain weight. So go out, <laughs> share food, enjoy. Because like when you're home and you're on a diet, for example, and I hate the word diet only on your new lifestyle, let's say, the only thing that you think it's about the food, how much can I eat? What I'm going to eat like that. When you go out, of course, it's not, it's not going to be as fresh as what you do home, but you're going to more enjoy the people with you, you with whom you are, the company, you know, the, the atmosphere. So you will, your concentration is not going to be on the food, but on the lifestyle that you're having on the fun that you're having. So you will lose more weight. And the slower you eat, the more likely you're going to get full before you overeat the amount of food. Exactly. Because at home you eat in front of TV, you know, like, like you know, yeah. and then like you watch, like, it's like, it's not the same thing. And another thing that you should definitely do, it's like this, everybody tells you eat mindfully. Don't eat like, please. I mean, I know in New York, I'm like so impressed by these people who drink, who, who eat while walking. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> don't do that because like that calorie, it's a waste of calorie and it's waste of happiness of your food your eating food should be your pleasure and like don't ruin it walking down the street stop two minutes yeah yeah and I then mean, walk so it will be it. your workout yeah. you know I've definitely been guilty of it like scarfing down food as like I'm walking or I'm driving <laughs> I don't do that I I really cannot do that because like it's I will be all over. I'm, I have to clean this. I, I cannot. Oh, no. It's, it's not, a talent. <laughs> I can't do big meals. Like I could do like an apple or a snack bar or something like that. The people who can literally go get a whole meal at a fast food joint and eat it while driving. I'm like, no, I, I'd kill somebody. <laughs> like, I <can't> <laughs> Exactly. You know? <laughs> no, ex- I mean, uh, but yeah, COVID, COVID pounds. I went to get my uh, wedding band resized and I was like, uh, cause I, I gained weight during the pandemic and the woman's like, Oh honey, we all have. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is funny with COVID is that everybody was eating gluten-free COVID arrived. The first thing that went away was pasta and rice. I'm like, wait a second. You know what happened? All those pasta with gluten, I guess it cured the country, <laughs> you know? <laughs> These are the stuff that makes me laugh. And then it's why, like, when I have still educated friends who know about food, who come and ask me, what is gluten? I'm like, okay, so why you keep buying gluten-free? She goes, well, it's fashion. Everybody talks about it. (laughs) And people say, oh, that's how you lose weight. No, no. And actually you have to have some gluten in your body, but not a lot, but you, you need to. Like some people who are gluten intolerant, who have celiac disease, they should avoid it. But otherwise there are no reasons for you to not just eat small quantities of everything healthy or unhealthy. If you want to eat French fries, eat, but don't eat, you know, like the big, big, have a few of them. Just enjoy, get the taste. Yeah. I, I like how you're like happy food, unhappy food. But it I is. feel like we get caught up in healthy versus unhealthy. And I, I try to tell my 
12 year old because she uh lives with her dad and um she has become very body conscious and she's like when she's visiting me she's pulling on her stomach and she's like I'm fat I'm like where do you hear this stuff from and she's like I can't eat that that's not healthy and I'm like uh you can eat a little bit of whatever like exactly okay. and then the thing is that we don't get like I mean you have kids if you tell to a kid don't eat this this kid is going to do everything to eat that, to eat that. Yeah. I mean, let's go back to the, you know, like how we came on earth, Adam and Eve, they said, don't eat that apple. What happened? They ate the apple. <laughs> she, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, so don't say no, say yes, eat, have a little bit and then like get over with it. And actually the good thing is like, if you, I don't know, if you're like hooked on chocolate bars, you know, like all those sneakers, like all processed, eat it but just before eating it eat an apple with time you're going to see the difference of taste and then that chocolate bar that is like not very healthy <laughs> not very you know because over processed it's going to have like this weird oil taste in your leave this old old taste in your mouth so instead of cutting food actually add food before eating any bad food i dare you to add a healthy food in front of it you'll eat more and you'll see that you won't eat, you'll start eating less of the food that doesn't make you happy basically. <laughs> I mean, I found if I get it in smaller quantities, like a mini Kit Kat bar, cause I love Kit Kats. I love you have so to. Much. And you then know? like, yeah, of course. And then like the other thing is like, I don't buy temptation. I mean, like I'm human. So I know that if in my closet, I have something, I'm going to eat it. Like, yeah, again, I'm human. So I said, just buy whatever you want, but unfortunately, again in the u.s like you can't have you cannot have small either i give it away or i throw it away so you know i just have my little piece and i'm done <laughs> yeah no it's hard it is very tempting when you have something in your house and you're like i gotta eat it i want it because it's right <laughs> in the back of your brain and i'm like exactly you turn yeah. around you know <laughs> like jones you're like waiting okay should i i should not it's calling you <laughs> Yes. Yes. Sometimes, I mean, like my kid, I, the, the one thing that will help me is if it's for the kids. So if it's for yeah. the kids, I won't touch it because it's not mine. And that's yeah. how I like, <laughs> I think about it in my brain. And I'm like, that's for the kids. Unless the kids give me one of those things, I'm, I'm not going to eat them because it's for the kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. No, my, my, my boyfriend, like he eats only junk food. So for me, it's very hard. So he comes here, he eats, and then like he leaves some stuff, you know? I'm like, don't leave them because I'm going to be tempted. <laughs> and then when I go to his house, he has all those Oreos and Oreos has always been my weakness. Hide them before I come, please. Otherwise I will finish them, you know? But that's, with, yeah. that's me with potato chips. Like, <laughs> do not leave me alone with a bag of potato chips because I will eat the entire bag. Exactly, because you cannot leave half. You have to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. So actually, when this happens, let's say you're on a diet and then you eat, you, you see this potato chips and then you're like losing it. Eat it, but don't say, okay, it's, it's ruined for the day and don't add 10 other bad things. Just go back to what you were eating. You know, like go back to your healthy. It's okay times to times to cheat. It's nice. <laughs> the I guilty mean, I think pleasure. people get really up in their heads, like beating themselves up when they eat something that they feel is quote unquote bad. And they're like, I'm such a horrible person because I ate this thing that I was told was really bad for me. And I'm just yeah. like, 
no, like that's just going to make you feel bad about yourself. And then you're going to emotionally eat. And now you're going to feel bad some more. <laughs> you're just exactly. emotionally eat some more. It's a, it's a vicious cycle. It is a vicious cycle. And I know that like a lot of my clients, they're like, I don't have time to cook. You know, like I don't have this. So it's why I'm buying all the processed food. Now, like all the fruits and vegetables, they come frozen. And actually they're good quality because they, the companies, when they froze them, they take them at the best moment of their lifespan, let's say of these uh, vegetables and fruit. So you can use them. So don't give me the excuse that you don't have to, you don't have time to cook. You know, it takes like five minutes, like if meat or fish, and then like you just put the vegetables and it's done. So all these excuses, it's lying to yourself. Basically. Well, they also have things like Hello Fresh, where they'll send you all the ingredients and it takes you like, like maybe 15 yeah. minutes to make it because they've already done the hard work. They've already chopped it up. They've gotten it ready. And then you just have to follow the instructions and ta-da. And I think HelloFresh, if I remember right, just started uh, with pre, like already ready uh, meals that you can do. Not like that's great, but like, but I mean, I know some people, for example, they think that it's like the price is high. So in New York, what we have also, it's like from the farmers around this, there's this thing, it's called Misfit. They yeah. send you, you know, I love it because like they said, I, I stopped because I'm alone. There's so much food. I have to throw it away. I said like, for me, it's like, if I, when I have family around, I get this, like they send you this box with full of vegetables, whatever it came out and they, they don't look pretty sometimes, but they're all so yummy. Yeah. I mean, I used to do that until I moved to Connecticut and where I live in Connecticut, I don't know where they were shipping it from but I kept getting shipments that were like really gross and they were rotting and stuff like that. So I don't ah. know if they don't have like a, a close enough one. Uh, maybe. When, I, when I lived in Virginia, I used to get it all the time and it was great. Like, and I, I mean, I loved it because you know, you got, you got to try new things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then like, it's like, you know, it's a surprise. Like you open that box and like, what's going to come in me. I stopped doing it because really it was too much. And like half of it yeah. was going to waste. And I, I live alone, you know, it's, and even if my boyfriend is with me, he doesn't eat vegetables. It's like my biggest, biggest pain. I'm so I'm giving him a lot of fruits <laughs> to get the fiber, but it's true. It's, it's really a, a good idea to have the, the, but there are like other services like this, I think. Yeah. Uh, well, I know I've done before as a CSA, like through a farm where you pay a certain amount and uh, it's like community share, whatever you pay a certain amount. And each week you'd go and, or you could do every other week, you pick up a box and you get to decide like what size box you want, depending on your family size. And um, it would have different fruits and veggies that they just had just grew and picked. Um, So it would change what they are depending on like what time of the year it is and you know what they had growing. And sometimes multiple farms would do it. But um, when I lived in Virginia, I just ordered from one farm and it was just, it was like misfit market. It was great. You got to try new things. Exactly. It's amazing. It's like, it's really, 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 I, I love this kind of services. And I think we should go back to that. So, you know, my mom, like she's still, she's between Turkey and Switzerland, but she's like, she's always making fun of me. She goes like, why you? it has to be always organic with you? I said, well, because in the US it's mass production. My mom, they have the market on Tuesday, the farmer's market. She goes, and I said, for you, if it's not any way you're washing them so much, because like basically the, 
non-organic food, you have to really wash it well. I said, as long as you wash well all your fruits and vegetables, it's fine. It's fresh. But here, you know, when you go in, the, in, you know that we go to the store, I see those apples, they're all exactly the same size. And then you buy one, you can keep for a year, it will still not move. <laughs> True or not? I'm like, I'm doing some experience. I'm like, this is crazy that this apple didn't move. It's still the same. It's scary. Yeah, I wish uh, grocery stores had more local like produce. Yeah, um, I know Whole Foods usually does, but they are expensive. <laughs> yeah, actually, they're getting a bit better. I think they're reducing because they're getting a lot of uh, we have traders Joe's here and yeah. You know, like they, they have a lot of competitors. So I think they're adjusting a little the price before they were the only ones really. So they, they were like on top yeah. of it, but it's getting better. But again, it's like, if you cannot, it's okay to not buy organic, just wash it very, very well. Yes. Well, as we wrap up the podcast today, we already talked about your book and I will link that up in the show notes. Yes. Uh, what would you like to leave the inspired women audience with? Be happy. Enjoy every minute of your life. Even if you do a diet, enjoy it. Don't make, take it as a punishment. Whatever you do, whatever you want to do in your life, be positive and happy. And the happiness, it's an inside job. So don't base it on your weight, on your partner, on your job, location, money, or belongings. Because all these, they can come and go. The yeah. only thing that stays, it's you. So depend your happiness on yourself. Well, Natalie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. It was so fun. Thank you for being a part of the Inspired Women audience. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating review. And don't forget to share this out with somebody who could use some inspiration today. Tag us at Inspired Women Podcast, both on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day.